All right, whole nation. So check it out. This week's episode is being sponsored by Navi's Kitchen. Uh. Listen, if you yes, yeah, that's what I said. Navi's Kitchen, goddammit. If you are in the New York area, specifically in Brooklyn, New York, you have got to get you some of Navi's Kitchen, goddammit. Listen. Yes, you did. So so check it out. This this weekend, actually, on this Sunday coming up, February 13th. From 3 to 10, Navi's Kitchen will be taking over a sip and paint pop-up shop. Now, the location is 183 Hegman Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. Now, you need to be there to make sure that you get a piece of this menu. So let me tell you what's going to be on the menu, friend. You ready? I'm ready. I want a nap. Friend, the menu for this weekend, this Mm -hmm. this Sunday, is going to be jerk barbecue wings. Okay. okay. Barbecue wings. Mm -hmm. Jerk pork. Uh-oh. Jerk chicken rasta pasta, oh. mac and cheese, Ooh. collard greens, green rice slap. and peas, mm. and his world famous banana pudding. Bitch, y'all have not had banana pudding until See, you have banana pudding from Nolly's Kitchen. And them greens slap. I'm going to tell you right now, mm. it was thing like a fucking good so the mac and good. cheese slap. Uh, I'm reminiscing and wanting a plate right now, salivating. Listen, listen. I'm I'll gonna get you a plate, sis. Get you a plate, sis. Run now, the information about them again. Listen, so 183 Hegman Avenue at Brooklyn, New York. That is this Sunday, February 13th, right before Valentine's Day from 3 to 10. Tickets are available and can be purchased on their Eventbrite. And the link is in his bio. On Instagram at Nobby's underscore kitchen. That is N A B I S underscore K I T C H E N. Go there, check it out. He does catering, pop up mm-hmm. shops, and the man can make a mean cake as well. So y'all better get on and get on right now. Get, get y'all get y'all the thing. Stop playing with him. Whole nation, y'all know what's up. Go get it popping. It slaps. Now let's get into the thing. This has never ceased to amaze me. Here we are again, another week. Another week in judgmental duties are among us. Right. It's just horribleness. Horribleness. And, you know, last week, we took our PTO days because, you know, mental health is wealth. Yes. And sometimes sometimes bitches need a break. You know, break's over, bitches. We're back. And welcome to Social Disdain, better known as Who Race You Host. Supposed to be in unison. Where were you at? Were you little? I was there. We're on Zoom. You know how this works. Don't do this to me today, okay? But were you there? I didn't hear you there. I'm sorry. I was there, ho. Did you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. All right. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> Don't start with me. <laughs> I am your host, Lene. Um, this week, my Twitter handle is going to be Queers Get the Money. 
Okay. All right. I, I see where you're going this week. All right. And I am your lovely co-host, Marlon, a.k.a. Becky Bukaki. Hold up. What? You heard what I said. Why? This this is a question that needs to answer. I'm sorry. Why? Hey, PTO. Sometimes, you know how you come back and you forget your passwords and shit. You forgot your login. You don't know how to do this shit no more. This is what Linnea is going through right now. You already know what I give with my Twitter handles. It's all nasty shit all the time. You heard what I said. Becky Bukaki is what they call me today. I'm going to just go ahead and move forward into the show because, my God, every week, every you never see Sunday's me. Never do. We are not alone this week. Yes. We are joined by someone that will be giving their own introduction as usual. Because that's how we do around these pods. So, uh, sir, can you introduce yourself for us, please? It's just so much that just happened. I'll definitely... <laughs> like make reference to but i'm just keeping together but okay but hey everyone my, <laughs> hey everyone my name is chad bailey um the top creative director here in new york, new york city yes the baddest video music video director you'll ever meet okay the upcoming the the upcoming photographer of new york city and, oh. and also ceo of the number one record label, LGBT record label, Pink Gorilla Entertainment. What's popping, y'all? I'm here, I'm here. But again, I have to, who the fuck is Lene? Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't make no sense. It's... <laughs> Marlon actually created Lene. Lord. That, I promise you, I don't know where he got it from. It just rolls off the tongue. I don't know. Yeah, happened one day. I just called him Lene. That's it. And it's just been that way ever since, you know? You just just made him fab for no reason. You just made the whole shit worse. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's what you think of me, friend. Now he's going to be telling people, this, that's how you pronounce my name, Lene. The fuck? Listen, if I want to reinvent my name, that's my business, okay? <laughs> Get your life. Don't you need... I think the E means one of them little thick, um, sticky thingies at the top. What is it called? Like an asterisk or some shit? You better, know, be the, you better on, know the things. You better give me an acronym. Which I don't know But what's okay. popping? What y'all been up to? You know, lifing, lifing, lifing itself. Yes, all that shit. All that. Trying to get this uh, this body back on track, child, and get rid of some of this runaway weight. Cause yeah, I carry it. First, first of all, Corona has been over for a long ass time, and the weight that you're receiving right now is a lover boy weight. Did you say lover boy weight? Yes. Oh, no. That 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 weight we already um put those on. Let's go. You gearing up for bay. <laughs> That's why we get it off now because we both be in the kitchen acting like we ain't got no goddamn sense. 
Listen, let me tell you, the kitchen is a the kitchen is a curse in a relationship. Sometimes I'll be like, I, sometimes I, I can understand why in some relationships both parties don't cook and they just order takeout every day. Like oh. I can I can really understand it. I feel like ordering even worse. Mm. Mm. I mean, if you can cook, is I can see why it could be worse. Yeah. No, yeah. Look, let's not go down the avenue of Marlon and cooking, because I could be here a while. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I could be here a while. Uh-uh. Well, name. Let's get into the things. So let's start the show off right. Let's get right into the binge. We were away from you guys, but here we are talking about it. The Janet documentary. Yes. Yes. The thing of the things. What that bitch was everything. I'm sorry? That bitch was everything in the documentary. Yes, she was. I was glad she talked about a lot of things. She didn't talk about what I wanted. The things that I knew about that I wanted her to talk about. But bitch, get your life. What did you want to hear her talk that's, about? That's a good question. I wanted, to hear about when, I wanted to hear about when Bobby kicked her out of the fucking hotel room naked. And she said, um, what did she say? She said, um... Bobby, I don't have to take this. I don't have to stay here and take this. That bitch whispers. That bitch is a whispering hoe. I tell you that. Listen. (laughs) Preserving them vocals. She ain't playing. She really is not. I want to know how she she managed her son, though, because I can't see her yelling, trying to call her son. It's just like, bitch, do you not whisper? (laughs) Well, listen... I don't know, because <laughs> they quickly went over her being a mom, like quickly. They they didn't talk about Bobby at all. They went over her being a mom. They didn't. They didn't even talk about the the baby father. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, that was completely not discussed. Why? That was trifling. No, or maybe the divorce paperwork might have been ironclad. Who knows? I mean, but who cares? Janet definitely don't care. She got all the money she needed out of that. Let's go. But and then- her discussing that um the rumored baby that she would have that she would have had. I didn't know about that, but I found out about it during the documentary. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. All I, I just knew that Janet Jackson was a whispering hoe, and. <laughs> I knew that she made some dope ass monumental songs, and I know that she was Michael Jackson's sister, and her titty fell out. That's all I know. Oh my gosh! Oh, and I know, I know her album "Discipline." Though that album was everything. I need some discipline tonight. Bitch, that shit made you feel that song right there. If you really want to make a baby, if you really want to get you some dick. And if you really want to get that good fuck bitch where you don't give a fuck if you get Clemita Gunnery or a syphilis girl, bitch. <gasps> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, that's the song to fuck to. Mm-hmm. Bitch, yeah. what? But no, I am um I, I really enjoyed it. One thing that I that I didn't like about it, but it made sense because it kind of showed you like life for her journey through her career has been was that there, that that first half was really all about her brothers and Michael. 
Yeah, it was. You know, and it was like, it, it made you realize how much she lived in his shadow, even though she was so prolific on her own. And that she was, it was crazy. It was like, I felt like it was taking up so much of the time from stuff that we wanted to talk about. But then like, when I thought about it more, it was, it was like, this was my life. You know what I mean? Like, I lived in Michael's shadow. It was always, it could never be just me. You know, it was like me and Michael, or what do you think about Michael? Like going to all these fucking interviews and shit, and then them constantly talking to you and asking you about your brother all the time. I don't know, shit has to be irritating. That's mm-hmm. fuck. Terrible. I, I can understand how this bitch can be irritated as fuck because let me tell you something. If so, I had to, if I had to be living in somebody else's shadow for the rest of my life. I probably would have killed that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it was weird to see that the actual allegations affected her too when she revealed that she almost had a deal with Coke and they took the actual offer back after the first allegation. First of all, we shouldn't even be supporting Coke after that. Like, she had nothing to do with that. It's just that her name is attached. That guilty by association shit is real. The one thing that she revealed that shocked me was that Justin actually wanted to make a statement and she told him not to. Exactly. I, I appreciate that. But let me try. Oh, I tried it. Look. Hey. Yes! Come on. Come yes. on with it then. You better have your own background. Period. I love Bitches want to Bitches want to go to the skies, bitch. I'm going to come to the universe, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, bitch, I'm going to bring my own galaxy. How about that? Exactly. I don't appreciate the attacks against (laughs) my character and my expression at the moment. Shit. Because this background is giving Universal Studio. Mine is giving Tyler Perry. Oh, my God. Can you leave my Zoom background alone? It is not a part of this right now. I can see with my Tyler Perry background. I can't. Wait, what? (laughs) Not the Tyler Perry background. Not the Tyler Perry background. (laughs) A mess. Oh my gosh, but it was it was weird to see that. Mm -hmm. But I was glad she opened up a lot. She did. And she went one octave higher in speaking, and I appreciated that too. Can you leave? Chance, I, 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 I was able to hear her and I really, really appreciate it. Yes, I was able to hear her because it's the first time I've ever hear that bitch. When she did that, when she did that, um, I don't know if y'all have probably seen it, but when she broke down like her iconic moments on like an interview that she was doing, like I literally had to turn my volume up. I was like, what is going on? Like, we just gonna <laughs> sit here and act like the audio for this is at regular tone. Like, what is going on? I can't. I fucking cannot. This is too funny. And then Michael, and then I love Michael Jackson down, but he's a whispering one too. And it's like, and mm-hmm. it, when I did, I realized the whole family whispers. Yes, all of them. What do. type of shit is that? With the exception of like, Reeby wasn't much of a whisperer though. Like, yeah, because Reeby wasn't Reby isn't got, a whisperer got the fuck out. Because Reeby got the fuck out. <laughs> Listen, y'all gonna Reby. leave Queen Centipede alone. Listen, you know that's my bitch. Please don't get me started. I will but still bump Centipede right now like it just came out. Do not play with me. Today. 
today. Every, right, everybody right was giving, everybody was giving. We we were really scared of Joseph. Um, we will. <laughs> Can you die? Can you die? <laughs> no, but you know what? You know something else that I found like really like kind of creepy. Like, do you realize that they all call him Joseph and they call their mom mother? Yes, but yes. it's it's so like that mother is wise children of the corn. Like, ugh. yes, that, that that mother is living though because. <laughs> She making up for last time. That, that's why I got to that man out of here. I'm, I got, I, I'm playing, but it's true. Like, it's true. Like when, when people, when people really have really negative and bad spirit energy and all that shit, and they mm-hmm. put that on other people. Like, God be giving the people that they, the, the victims, that they time to, to you know, to enjoy their life and shit. And if right. you don't have to be, if you can't be here, you don't be here. Mm. Mm. That's why yeah. it's good to put out positive energy at all times. I get it that he was raising, don't get me wrong, the way how he, he raised them business-wise is amazing. And it, it it really propelled them for the rest of their lives. But at the same time, he should have figured out how to have a balance to make them feel like they're loved. Because see, they grew up and they got they they everybody messed up as fuck. Rebe is probably the only person who escaped. Latoya is just, I don't know what the fuck Latoya is. <laughs> and uh, when it comes on, when it comes on, you gotta leave Legend Toya alone. And then that brother, that fucking brother with the the, the hairline that looks like a tunnel. It's like, what is I, going you, on? I, you know, talk about it though. Talk about it because I just want him to leave the Beijing and the, and the Sharpie alone. I, like, I don't. Jermaine. I don't. I don't want him to touch nothing black for the rest of his life. <laughs> just, just, just don't, don't, don't identify as black. Don't touch nothing black. So, don't wear no black clothes. So, don't wear no black drawers. Bitch, don't go, go in nothing black. <laughs> and like, as the this years point, go on, like the yes, he has closer and closer to his eyebrows. That bitch has overused black. <laughs> it's I a wrap. Not, I, I am not in this. <laughs> Listen, I just want Jermaine's head to stop looking like some black kiwi um, shoe polish. That's all I want. Like, let's stop. Don't know, leave. Don't Listen, this is about Janet and not Jermaine. <laughs> you know what? You're right. If, but I mean, Chad I, brought up a very valid point. If I if I see that man down the street, I'm I'm liable to throw a, a, when I say some good soapy water, like a whole bucket, right on him and just wash it, wash all the way down because I need to see the real him. Like I in no way I don't know what the real you look like, and I don't like that. I'm convinced that his real hairline is a mohawk. Like that's where that's why it's all like that. It's got to be. But how? Like I, okay, let's try and make sense of this here. How would your hair at that age? Okay, your hairline is starting to recede. How did you develop like a widow's peak right right there? Like it's not making sense. Sense ain't be. happening. I'm confused. But she don't need to make sense. Let's just get it out of here. Like I just 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 go bald and be it, proud. It, like listen, at this point, there is no bald. Okay. He can do it. Randy did it. And Randy Wait, is fine. Married. Randy is now bald. So exactly what yeah. was being said? I no, but Randy can but Randy is he married, married though. You know that is a good question. Because I'm telling you, if if a lady sits lays next to that every night, knowing that this man is putting on this do rag so that his hairline can stay down, 
Her, her she's got to be real special for the. Uh, she don't have. She don't love herself. <laughs> <laughs> I am moving forward. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> because for me, for me, I would definitely. I don't give. I don't care what time it is. That bitch could fall asleep at three a.m. in the morning. I'm scrubbing the shit off. <laughs> And he is gonna hate me through. He gonna hate me throughout this relationship, but he gonna live. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh god! Okay. okay. All Let's right. All right. Next topic. <laughs> Let's go into scroll on. Do we need to do the theme song? It's been a while. Uh, it's time to flash. Get up and flash. You got to flash it till you get it right, flash. You know what? You will. This is right. Remix, I don't that know. You did. <laughs> do I need to wind? Should I, I, I wind it? No, I can no, give the effect. I can no, give the effect. No, that's I can okay. do the All right. No, it's sure? okay. Yeah. Hush. Wow. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely excited to hear who we're going to talk about next week. Because, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get on to the things. So <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg was oh, suspended it. from the view for two weeks over her comments toward the Holocaust by saying that it wasn't <clears throat> about race. First of all, how, since when did Jewish Jews become race? Is a race? So I so I, you're saying I have the skin tone of a Jew or that part. that's a race? It. It's hat dances on it because it's weird. Anytime that someone makes like anything that could be deemed anti-Semitic, they receive worse scrutiny than us putting on someone saying the N-word. And believe it or not, they're more powerful at getting that called out more than anything. Because if they get called out for that, you really gotta get that off of you because doing having anti-Semitic on your name blocks you from so much stuff. Let's let's be let's be real about what the Holocaust was, okay? Okay. I'm and if, people, if the people want to hate me, if the people want to hate me, oh my god, like especially bitch. In my, this is what I think from the outside looking in, and, and as a creative and looking in between the corners and cracks of the butt cracks of everything. Um, to me, the Holocaust seemed like white people couldn't enslave black slaves no more so they're like bitch let's get the poorest of us mm-hmm. that's what i got from it i got that slavery was slavery was out we can't fuck with these black people no more let's get the poorest of us and and fuck with them and that's what i got from it for real mm-hmm. because the whole the whole shit was low-key slavery but in a white way but these bitches was living in buildings and all type of different shit and actually got good clothing and shit to wear. Things that slaves didn't get. So it was nowhere slave slavery and all that. But it does have an undertone of, bitch, we couldn't control these black, we can't control these black people, so let's get the poor people, the whitest and poorest of them. That's interesting. Very yeah. interesting. But, you know, it's it's really wild to me how they really came down on Whoopi for saying something that didn't, it, it wasn't even really anti-Semitic. Like 
the the opinion that she gave was mild in comparison to some of the other shit that mm-hmm. other hosts of that show have said. And I, I just feel like they've been waiting for the opportunity to stick it to Whoopi. Yep. And they finally got like this little crack mm-hmm. to peek through and like really try to drag her for it. And it's just kind of it's kind of dumb to me. It really, really is. Cause she didn't really like say anything that was to me. I'm not Jewish, so Maybe I'm missing something, but I don't think I am. It didn't seem very offensive to me. Like she was given very much, it was about inhumanity against humanity, which is mm-hmm. essentially just what like we went slavery. through slavery. But exactly. So it was just like, what are y'all talking about? She, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it was <laughs> but crazy. The is, but the thing is, like, with Whoopi, like, she's been, she's the hot commodity on the show, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when she speaks, she speaks and oral hears. So true. And when she's a lot of times people up there they say a lot of shit. And she takes the time out to correct them. You know, this is not how you say this is not how you do this. This is why this happened. This what what she said, I feel like it left a lot of room for them to educate her. If she if they felt like she needed some type of education on that, it was yeah. definitely room for them to be like, you know what? Let me educate you on this. This is not how. This is not really what happened. Maybe you don't understand it because it's not your culture, but this is how we understand it. And this is how we feel. Boom. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. Why did she have to get suspended? Megan, that Megan bitch said so many different things. So many different things. She's. I, I, don't, I don't even remember some of the things that she said, but she said shit that made me cringe before. Yeah. Yes, and it's no shade. Raven has said some shit too, and I love Raven Simone, but Raven has said some wild shit on the view too. So. I think, to be honest with you, when Raven talks and the stuff that Raven be saying, I don't be feeling like she be wrong, wrong either. I think it's just another view on what we feel, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I feel, because when she says something, like, like what was one of the things she said? She said she... Did she say she... She, she said she went and named... She went and hired someone with a ghetto name. First of all, I didn't, uh, oh, first of all, I didn't hear that one. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> one got, was she a got big, real hot water for that one. Yeah, a lot of people read her for that one. It was something about when she came out, when she said she was black or something. Or, or, what did she say? Oh, that you talking about that interview when she said she was like from every continent, and she said something really wild, and people was like, "Girl, that don't even make sense." She said every like continent. Said, yeah, like every. What is she saying? Because first of all, she said that she didn't consider herself African American. She just considered yeah. herself American. I'm, oh yeah, she didn't she say that but, on but when she did. But, um, where are they now? Yeah, yeah. that's what that was. Yeah, mm-hmm. but my thing is, it's like. What's so bad with that too? It's like if you're American, you're just American. But what if you just don't want to identify as a Black American, but you know you identify as Black? Yes. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to shit like that, what if you just want to be looked at as just an American from where you're from? As in, you don't want to be separated from your brothers and sisters. You want to just be an American. <clears throat> I think that a lot of that had to do with um, hmm. her dating. Uh, um, 
Mm, not so much that. I mean, that adds to it, but I think that it was a very, I know for a lot of people, it felt very colorist and light skin privilege and trying to disassociate yourself, yada, yada, sis going by with her. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of be kind of off with Raven because she's always kind of like straight off the beaten path so to speak but something that i watched from her that gave me a lot of perspective on her was um her uncensored was mm-hmm. really good like if you all ever get the chance to watch that one it was good because she talked a lot about her upbringing and what she went through as a child star and i think she said she has like um dissociative personality disorder or something like that it is it's a lot going on up here with raven that is just it explained a lot about how she acts on a regular basis because she put she pretty much said for majority of her life she's always been acting if this if there's no script in front of her then it doesn't make sense and it's not real oh wow you know what i'm saying so it's like she has this kind of on but like she when she needs to be on she's on and she's always doing it and if there's no script then she kind of like completely disengages which is it's wild if you ever get a chance to watch that one check that out but I, that's shout out yeah. shout out to youtube because right. i would definitely look it up yeah and but, that's where i saw it too yes so my next bullet point is um our faves our new fashion fave our multi-billion-dollar mobile because I need to know. Rihanna announces her pregnancy. Uh, oh, she okay. is with oh, child. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I and I'm gonna be nice. I'm tired <laughs> of her. I'm very happy for her. I'm very happy for her. It's, it's about time and. You know, I'm happy she's having her moment and, and, you know, having her baby and stuff. But my thing is, this solidifies that we will never, and I, <laughs> we will never, you know, this album is over. Truth. I'm done. Yes. After, after I saw her announce that, I, I stopped thinking about um album. <laughs> there will be no the album is going she's going to name the baby the album if she does it I'm going to lose it I'm I would going to lose it I I'll dead. lose it if this baby's name is album I'm going to cry I can't I can't and she you know what she got that level of trolling her to do some shit like that I, I believe it I, you know I'm I'm happy for her as well I just feel like Rihanna is on her her business shit and she's never coming off of it and yeah the girls are just gonna have to live in the discography as it is right now because if y'all ever do get an album from her it'll be after this baby is like 12. okay <laughs> and it's gonna be a surprise then? album and bitch who wants that then well yeah because after that the thrill is gone i just want to know why why is that rocket? Listen, listen, you cannot judge somebody with their journey and deciding to have a baby with someone. Okay? I just, no, no, no. I'm not. 
because I was asking that before she was with child. Listen, if that's what she wants, that's what she wants. I just, I just want to know. Let's let's make her decisions and choices. Mm, Listen, I listen. Hey, I've learned. Who are I to judge? You know what? You are absolutely right. They ain't got none of my business. That dick ain't going in none of my orbits, so I'm okay. In the slat, I'm gonna just say that. But it's definitely the perfect time for Rihanna, though. Like, it's a perfect, perfect, perfect time. That's true. So, um, congrats. So, congratulations. Mm-hmm. As we move forward, uh, I noticed, and it kind of upset me and my homegirls with this next one, but we had to uncover a truth this week. Okay. And it caused an uproar. Mm-hmm. Damn near right. And our good sister had a few words. I'm going to play the clip, okay? Play the clip. Okay. okay. And then afterwards, we're going to discuss. Let's get into it. Okay. Here about why I decided to, why I decided to ask my music be pulled off of Spotify. So check this out. You know, saying the word Nick. You've already said Nick. is just like Nick. Saying Nick. She's calling you a Nick. Like this boy that he's a Nick. It starts calling them Nick or Nick. There should be a word like Nick, especially like the word Nick. That's our Nick. He says Nick. And there are Nick. But saying Nick, do you use the word Nick? I empathize with the people who are leading for the COVID disinformation reasons. And I think that they should. I also think that Joe Rogan has the right to say what he wants to say. I also think that I have the right to say what I want to say. So as an artist who builds Spotify is built on the back of the music streaming. So they take this money that's built from streaming and they pay this guy $100 million, but they pay us 0.003% of a penny. I'm going to leave a short message here about why I decided to. So basically. Who was that? That is India Ari who called out Mm -hmm. Joe Rogan. India Ari is a singer, right? Yes. Oh yeah, and who's Joe Rogan? The the C, the CEO of Spotify. He is one of the CEOs of Spotify. Okay, who so has a who has a podcast, a well known podcast on Spotify, who uh-huh. he was paid a hundred million dollars to produce. Now, uh-huh. in over seventy episodes of said podcast, he said the N word in a derogatory fashion. Now, I'm gonna say and emphasize derogatory fashion because understand something we use n-word because hello we're black but we don't use it in a derogatory fashion mm-hmm. I don't, but i didn't hear nothing that he said all i heard was they said because i took it from the shade room and the shade room censored him actually saying the word that be that means he said it like 25 times continuously yeah. so where was the other words so besides that, he was also spreading false information about COVID. It led to Neil Young and the other singer escapes my name at the moment that pulled their music from asset their music be pulled from Spotify. And India Ari joined right behind them. And she voiced that and also the reason of calling out the constant racist remarks made on his podcast. Come on, Nick, Nick, Nick. <laughs> that's what it was given I just that's, that bitch gave they gave it what he gave it, he didn't 
He did not have to give it up right now. And the crazy part of the whole situation is that he has apologized. I heard that apology, and that ain't no goddamn apology. Like, get out of here. It's giving very much. This shit ain't stopping me right now. I'm going to say this little thing just because they down my back to do it so we don't have any more fires to put out. But I'm going to keep doing what the fuck I want to do, and I'm not going no goddamn where. And India believes that we should forgive him. Well, because she got some of the hundred million dollars. No, but the issue is, she's like, I don't believe the cancel culture is not canceling someone. I'm canceling my money paying going to them every month. Period. That's my decision. <laughs> I'm canceling my money going to them every month. And I was just about to get back. I. I I I had changed my cards and um, my Spotify had stopped being paid for, and I was just I realized today, and I was like I was about to go do it again, but now, bitch, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm straight. I will stream on title. I have Apple Music. We are good. I got rid of title because title was messing up and doing some shit, and my music was coming out a little late sometimes. I bet you know. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. some like. Goodbye. But I ain't forgiven nothing. My Spotify is canceled. Okay. There's no premium here for me. So wait. So if she wants everybody to forgive him, then does that mean that she's not taking her music off now? Exactly. Right. Again, that means the bitch got some of the money. I'm trying to tell y'all. I can't listen. I know nothing. I bet you I wouldn't. Allegedly. Allegedly. So let's talk about other things that are alleged, shall we? Let's do that. I was traumatized this week, along with everyone else on our timelines. What's your timelines, PP? Oh, we're gonna get into that. You wait a second. Don't you don't you don't you leap as we're walking. Don't you leap. Okay. Kim and Kanye. <laughs> you mean Kim, Kim, Kim and Kanye? Chad. Kanye and I are just going through a really rough patch right now. I feel like I don't know if we're gonna get through it. Bitch, just to sit in with no drama, you know. Kanye gonna gay because Kim gonna pay a hitman to get him. No, no, no. She doing way too much. This nigga having clones, but then he posted he wants his family back, and he's like, "You keep bullying this lady. Like, why are you bullying a female in a t- in sensitive times like this? And why are you bullying the baby?" Yeah, baby mother, like they, she's the only one taking care of them. Like she gotta be saying and shit. And you are here bullying on Instagram, bullying her. Like, yeah. fuck is wrong with you. It started with North having a TikTok. Let's start there. This is where the whole thing started. It started from North having a TikTok. Oh, bitch, you he text- felt hold up. Let, hold up. Let me get let me give a little summary. Start with her having a TikTok. He was against her having one. It's the shit says Kim and Nora, so Kim manages it. 
he still, regardless, does not want her on TikTok. As a parent, he has the right to make that request. That's the part where I'm, I'm sorry, as a parent, he has the right to make that request. I don't want my kid on TikTok. But everyone else is saying, oh, let her live. And then he posts the actual guidelines to have a TikTok account. And is I believe the guidelines said that she had to be at least 13. Mm-hmm. North isn't 13 yet. <laughs> and technically it's like with parent supervision. And she's like, Ken released a statement um, in the room with her. She's like, nah, I still don't want her to have one. And it just led to this firestorm of him <laughs> wanting to defend his black kids. And I want to take, I'm taking the course of this with my family back. And it just led to a lot of spilling of things all over his Instagram about their situation. I was just drunk. Can, can, here's, life. Here, here, here's the thing. I like man to move out with. But you know, like bitch, get your life. You're fresh out of you have fresh out of a divorce, girl. Get your life and fuck everybody. That's the thing, but like the divorce ain't even been finalized yet because he's dragging his feet on it. And this is the reason why this is so annoying is because it's coming on the heels of this divorce and how it's dragging out and how he is dragging it out. Like mm-hmm. it's clear that you mm-hmm. want her back, and it's also clear that she is paying you dust. And it's so, also the bitch, the bitch is, is not giving you no type of day and moving yeah. out with life. So, and you're it's clear that you're moving out with your life too because you walk around with this white girl dressing her up like like Kim and shit, like y'all want to try to be fashion icons and shit. Like, and then the girl doing interviews talking about some, um, we haven't solidified a relationship yet, but um, we have a strong understanding and he makes me feel good. I'm like, girl, what? Right, the strong right. understanding right. that she is a fucking Kardashian placeholder until he get Kim to come back, which is not gonna happen. Like, she, I, I just want him to go get some help. I want him to finalize this divorce. Stop torturing yourself. Stop I torturing want- kids. Like, I understand the whole TikTok thing. You don't want your kid on TikTok. Okay, great. But you making a a. a uh, a mountain out of a molehill with that because that's not really your issue. Like that might be something that you don't want, but the issue is that you want your wife back and she don't want you. Mm-hmm. And you bought a house right across the street from her. Like, what is wrong with you, home? He clarified and said that that technically was not that was their daughter's decision to for him to be not that far from home. But she was advised across the street. I can believe the niggas is the niggas is same before more than he's at home. So what is what is he talking about? Listen, people be weird. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I I just reported okay, <laughs> and I decided to add a new little twist and to scroll on. I I call it trending. Mm-hmm. And uh. Chad had took a leap as we were walking. I said, right congregation? Because I hear the whole nation. Mm-hmm. This is not the hotel, no, but baby, we had a whole situation yeah. yesterday. It was raining. With all the dicks released. Penises on my Twitter timeline. Penises. <laughs> nobody, nobody piqued my interest. <laughs> First, it starts with Nelly 
accidentally Nelly's saying Nelly's beautiful a sex tape to his IG story accidentally. Nelly's yeah. dick was beautiful and the girl was not sucking it right. And that's the reason why a lot of these niggas out here be getting out the niggas to suck their dicks. Because oh. girls because girls girls be slack. Girls be slack. <laughs> Bitch, you have your ass, you have your eyelashes on and your hair done and shit. You just you trying to look cute while sucking it. Bitch, the goal is not to look cute while sucking it. Bitch look nasty. Look like you're a slut. That's what bitches want to see. <laughs> Fuck you mean you trying to look cute while sucking it. You're not gonna suck it right. <laughs> Oh shit, yo! I'd be irritated because girl, you sucking Nelly's dick like she could have been been sucking that shit a, a lot. But that's that's what I'd be irritated about with these these release. And then Lil Fizz, like I always thought Lil Fizz was fine as shit. Like I always thought Lil, Lil Fizz was fine as fuck. But I, I'm not. I was never curious because about Lil Fizz dick at all. I was not interested. I was curious about his ass. Like I know his ass is everything. No, he sucks dicks down. But he, the fact that his his dick is like the small little, it, I'm not gonna say it's small because you know what, the head is fat. So um, but I don't know. But whatever size is, it's not bad. But it's like little fizz. You can you can keep it because everyone's more interested in your ass. I'm pretty sure females are even more interested in his ass too. So. Okay. Um. Well, shit. <laughs> and then did you see the other? The what? The, the other rapper that everybody thought was straight. His name is something Rashad. Oh, Isaiah Rashad. I was going to talk about it, but I didn't see the video. I saw the talk Bitch, on, I, on I, Twitter I, I about thought it. The, I saw the video of him sucking the dick down. Bitch, when I tell you he was sucking it down. And then the next video, after everybody found out about it, he, he just said, basically, fuck you. And he made another video with two little white boys sucking his dick. And he hold the camera up like on a selfie camera shit. Like looking, he was like, say hi to the camera. And they were like, hi, or some shit. And they were they were just looking at his dick. And his dick wasn't even hard. He was giving like they were all doing coke. And he just decided to let them suck his dick on camera. Cause he's like, they uh, know allegedly, now. allegedly. <laughs> uh, bitch, you know, allegedly, because like I can send you the video. You want me to send you the video right now? Do you want me to send you? <laughs> you I mean, you can for real okay. purposes. <laughs> okay. Okay. For research purposes for the congregation, I am willing to examine said video. Bitch, I'm changing to rap because bitches be feel like I'm lying. I, I don't lie. I never lie. Here's <laughs> <laughs> my thing. That's one thing I about need y'all that was on here on, on the timeline because there were so many threads about Nelly Six. So I'm, many threads. What are y'all like? I need y'all. I need y'all. I done told her. y'all. Like, First of all, Nelly, sorry to cut you off, friend. I got so Lani, Lani, I just Lani, I just sent you the first video where, where he's sucking his dick. Now I'm sending you the video where he, the niggas, the, the white dudes was sucking his dick. Did you you saw a little fist one, right? <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Oh my go. god. This is and, genuine. This is genuine. And why are you over there again? So I am de- okay, wait. I'm not y'all not supposed to be here. I am gagged. I Bitch, I never lie. I that's one thing about Chad. Chad may be a lot of different things, but Chad don't speak lies. <laughs> I am really over here gagging. Wait a minute, hold up. This, this just needs to be discussed real quick. 
this Gus bitch, I'm lit. I, uh, oh my God. Wait a minute. Hold up. It's more. And I, I, I had to check out his music and I, I, I didn't love it, but, but I'm going to listen to it now. <laughs> Especially after seeing him so declare that baby. Uh, I don't even know uh, what that man is. So. Bitch, I'm going to an Isaiah Rashad concert. Y'all coming? Because I, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I would ever tell you, I, I know he going to address this shit. Uh, uh, he will definitely go. Oh my God. I want to hear him address it. He, this is ri- Oh my God. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, y'all are even, talking about like Nelly's dick is bitch, small, and I first just of all, I'm a, let me let me go on my sermon real quick. Nelly's dick is enough. I've had, had enough. Hold on, wait. I've had enough. I've had enough. Nelly had boyfriend slash husband dick enough to get the job done. It may not be the biggest, it's average, but it gets the job done because he wasn't even fully hard though. The girth is there. But he wasn't even fully hard though when the girl was sucking the girl was squeezing it and sucking it. So which means it was yeah, sure. It it wasn't even fully hard at all because she wasn't sucking it right. That man wasn't getting good fuck. It you could tell it mm, 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 you get tell like you know when a nigga y'all y'all know when a nigga is getting hit and when they really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, he was not enjoying that, and I, so I personally feel like we shouldn't be judging him from that video. I'm not judging him, the rest of the girls is judging him, and I think it's dumb. The thing which is good. stupid, it looked, it's pretty as shit. First of all, y'all need it's to beautiful. <laughs> it was one <laughs> wait, it was one tweet that had me hollering, and it was, um, I forget, I don't want to pronounce their name wrong, I'm gonna say there because I assume that they're bi- non binary. Mm-hmm. But it was saying on my way to Nelly's house to give him another dilemma. <laughs> fucking can't. And it was the of them in the mirror, like fixing their imaginary hair, you know, just two strands. I can't we, popping gum. Bitch, oh. bitch, can we play can we play the Isaiah Rashad on fucking I, Zoom? Oh. I cannot play that on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's why There's I just... looked at it and I, I promise you my jaw dropped. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Wait a minute. Yeah. Let me show you that's something. This this world right here, I pray that in the next five years, I'll like everyone would be like five or ten years, everybody would be like pansexual and shit. Where it's that people don't really care to just fuck who they want to fucking be who they want to be with. Because I feel like a lot of these rappers out here would have them some gay boys under their wing, bitch. Like, I'm sure they already I'm, do. They, first of all, we, we need just like how these we we have too many of these fucking raggedy as as girls out here um turned inside Real Housewives and um big channel reality stars and um, basketball player wives and shit. We need some of these bush greens to succeed too. <laughs> You right about we that. Need, you know, we need we some of us need to just get up and go water the plants. Mm, some well, of us do. A lot of us deserve that. Okay. I ain't mad at that. And, and a lot I, of us deserve to be on Real Housewives. You have oh, you want to live the life. The life. Let's cue Jasmine Sullivan's the other side real quick. <laughs> <laughs> 
we, bitch, yeah, the Bush Koreans deserve this type of niggas that gonna let the IRS knock on their door twenty years down the line. That's the time. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Not get away that from me with this. I follow that. Man. Okay, and that concludes scroll on for this week. Thank yeah. y'all for coming in. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, wait a minute. Before we move on, I wait a minute. Let me pop a Yui real quick. And we didn't get the chance to talk about Lil Fizz's real quick. Um, we're not going to do it to this man because he is very cute and he has a nice butt, and that's all that matters. <laughs> but his head was fat though. It was just like a bitch. He was super. He was giving like a little Puerto. I don't want to say it because I want to judge. Well, it was kind of like giving like a Puerto Rican dick. It was giving me portobello mushroom. It was giving me mushroom angles. It was yeah. a definite mushroom. Mushroom. It was giving like you know the mushroom that you. Yeah, he was giving a cute mushroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was giving me extra in the caterpillar scene for Alice in Wonderland. It was giving me the things. I've never, I've never, like, thought about his, his dick and shit. Whenever I've, I've thought about a nigga, I've always thought about his ass. Yeah, I that, see, that's, really like that. Like that's that the first show. demon in you. That's that first demon in you. Ah, right, first mm-hmm. of all, watch your fucking mouth. First of all, you're not gonna curse at me. Whatever, you're not gonna curse at me. and not gonna get on the verse, folks. You know how we, yeah. you know how we get down around here. Just keep that that's to yourself. That, that's the type of shit that turns Lonnie on. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. You and big, you and big see the same. Y'all want some some um niggas from the hood, deep in the projects, deep in the projects where the elevator don't work. I exactly. mean, you know, in the hallways, you know. You yes, know, yes, Lene. That's that shows you. We know what it is. And they it's just right. drop the they just drop the garbage bags in the in the stairwell. Hmm. Not drop the garbage bag in the. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not gonna try. To I'm not gonna be accosted in such way. <laughs> my character will not be assassinated on my own. Show. Oh my god. All right. So that, getting into yes. the next segment, we are going into, you know, we usually get this um this this pot started today, but today we are going to get into all things Chad Bailey. So y'all can get to know this amazing brother on the line with us today. So we got a few questions for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into it. So, Chad, first question. Tell us about your venture into modeling. Like, what inspired you to step in front of the camera and what keeps you coming back? Oh, wow. Um, so regarding modeling, um, I wanted to start modeling the moment I saw America's Next Time Model. Mm-hmm. Like the moment okay. that, my grandmother was my best friend, and we used to sit there and watch watch every season of America's Next Time Model, like, year after year, and, like, you know, have our little games where we see who's going to win and shit like that. Like, so, so I've really got a lot of inspirations and inspiration from that and learned a lot from just watching it. So um, in Jamaica, there was like this first like modeling competition like on TV. It was called Made Me a Star. And it was somewhat like America's Next Time Model. It was their first season. And I took a chance. I was uh, 16, 16, yeah, I think it was 16. And I took a chance. 
And I went to all the way to the other side of the country by myself. I was living by myself. My mother was working in the United States and I was staying with my grandmother, but my grandmother really believed in me and believed that I could make it happen. So he, so she, um, she allowed me to go by myself. I told her I had a friend dance, friends down there. I was staying with friends and I went to the auditions. I got through, uh, no, actually it wasn't out. I, I wasn't audition because they, I, I, unfortunately I didn't get to audition, but I'm gonna say unfortunately, but they had seen my Instagram profile. And at the time I started like taking pictures by myself and kind of like editing them mm-hmm. by myself. And they saw that and they reached out to me. They were like, I want you a part of the competition. So when I went down there, it was giving straight into the first episode. Like I, it was giving like, bitch, it was giving first challenge. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I <laughs> did not know what's happening. It was, they were giving, they was giving first challenge. It's makeover. And they, I don't remember what what I got. We all got like a mohawk. Or, I don't remember what my what I look. I totally forgot. But they, I think they just cut my hair. Um, and that shit, pe- people were crying just like emergency next time out. People were crying and shit. Irritating. You want to be on top. That shit was irritating. And then the second episode, it was we did like film like two episodes in one day, and it was like a a the a pool shoot. So it was, I had to go like bring like a swimsuit and sit by the pool. I have the picture in my phone somewhere. It was one of the ugliest pictures I've ever seen in my life. But wow. somehow, somehow because of my pose, I came out the top boy that weekend that, that, for that challenge. So I was the top guy for that challenge. I didn't, I never had a photo shoot before. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I just know that on America's Next Time Model, when you, when a guy, when, when you're taking swimsuit pictures, you got to be a certain way, a certain angle and shit. So I'm like, okay, if I position my body like that, maybe, bitch, maybe I'm good. So I let it happen, and yeah, I won that that week. Work. That it was crazy. Um, then after that, the next challenge was uh, Adam and Eve in the garden shoot, and I've never posed with a female before. Everything, well, again, everything was new to me. And bitch, I was up in that tree, and I don't know what was going on. This bitch was all up on me, girl. I didn't even know this girl. She was all, <laughs> she was all up on me, and I didn't win that week. Another guy won, but I came in like third. But the how I left the competition was they all voted me out. All the contestants voted me out. They were like, it was it was a week, and they were like, um. This is everyone's opportunity to vote. This vote who they think the strong, the strongest person is out of the competition. So, bitch, they got me the fuck up out of there. I said, "Peace out, fuck y'all." And I and that shit didn't air. Actually, it didn't air until me moving here. I moved here in two thousand and fifteen, and it aired two thousand. It aired two thousand and six. It aired two thousand and sixteen. It aired two I remember I was in the Bronx and everybody was calling me from Jamaica, texting me on Facebook and everything. They're like, "You're we're on, you're on TV and shit." I'm like, "On what?" First, because I I wasn't thinking about it. It was like two years ago, so I'm like, "I'm not thinking about that competition." I thought that shit wasn't gonna come out, but it actually did, and that's how people actually started taking me serious as a model in Jamaica. But I wasn't there to to reap the benefits from it. But my mm-hmm. mother was. My mother was never supported. My whole family was never supported. It was, it was just my um, it was literally just my grandmother who was supported. 
And that's how I, I got robbed at gunpoint. I almost died. Going oh, going all the way to the wow. Ghana, yeah, going all the way to the other side of the country to do this competition. I got robbed from all my clothes, all my shit. Shit was crazy, but it was worth it. Um, so yeah, then I moved here and I really wanted to continue modeling. And I just kept going to castings, castings, and just doing as much things that I could do until people really, you know, remember my face everywhere and all the shit I was doing and till I'm doing it now. But I actually fell out of love with modeling. Mm, I really fell okay. out of love with modeling because it just got to a point where Instagram modeling just became this whole thing. And I'm like, where, where, how I was raised in modeling and trained in modeling, like, I look at it at a whole different respect and people just look at it as, oh, it's, I can just go up here and just do whatever as long as, as, long as I, I filter the picture down. Mm. I'm a, and it's, I, I took real sick offense to shit like that. And those Instagram models used like, even now they get so much opportunities over people who really take the craft seriously. So, mm. it, it, so it's, it's like, there's no seriousness to modeling anymore. Even the, the people on the runway that you be seeing a lot of times, like, you know them little bitches don't, need, don't deserve to be able to, they don't even walk right. But because they're skinny and because they're Instagram model, let's go. Wow. And that's, wow. that's, so that's, that's, that's what pushed me, really, really pushed me into me doing my own thing, doing my own shoots and creative directing my own shit. Especially when here in New York, they make you feel so bad when you go to castings and it's like, oh, we can't use it because you're short. Like, bitch, I do just amazing work as these tall bitches. So y'all not going to book me because I'm short. And I didn't like that. Like, and it really, really made me start feeling bad. So I fell out of love with it. And I just, for in order for me to, to love it and do it, I have to be doing it for myself. Which is why I don't be, I think wise, I'm not, I don't be trying to get signed. I don't be trying to do all that shit. Like, I just do my creative shit my way and my ideas I make money from my ideas that I pass on to other people. But as far as the things that I do for myself, I'm allowing people to see me for me and not because some agency put this shit together. Like, no. Listen, mm. the shit that you put together that is on your IG is fucking off the chain. Like, every time you do a new yes. shoot, it'd be so, like, it's crazy. Like, all of it is stuff that I've, like, definitely never seen before. You know, Thank and if it's something similar out there, it's not on the level that you've elevated it to. So I commend you for that. Like, your shit is dope. Thank you, because I, I, I appreciate it. It took a lot for me to get here, because when I tell you I, I gave up, which I gave up, if mm -hmm. the, the year when um when we started Pink Gorilla Entertainment and I was doing everything for everybody, it was easy for me to do everything for everyone because I wasn't doing anything for myself. Mm -hmm. that, that where I totally fell out of love with it. And it took it took um bugs to be like, yeah, it's like you it's, it's time for you to start doing your own doing your shit and, and every to start going and shooting again and learning your body because I had got got big too because I was I wasn't this muscular and stuff. Like mm -hmm. I was actually skinny and um my birthday my birthday was coming up and I was like I'm gonna use these five months to really, really get my weight up and get all these muscles, and I really did. So after that, I didn't know how to model anymore. I didn't know how to pose. I didn't know how to do nothing. So Bugs was like, get the fuck up and go start doing your shit because he saw me just getting, like, like depressed because I'm not doing it. Gotcha. 
All right. So our next question is, what was the inspiration for your company, 4-Inch Visuals? Not 4-Inch. You said not 4-Inch? It's not a fucking 4-Inch. It's 4-N. 4-N. Please correct me. It's 4-N-I. So 4-N-I. So the, the number 4, the letter N, and the letter I. Visuals. But but you you know like my ballroom name is foreign so which is and it's but that's kind of like the same as so it's four but I N. Mm-hmm. Okay. This nigga said four inch, but y'all gonna fucking four inch. <laughs> Listen, there's no hyphenation Ooh. or anything. That's why I thought it was four inch. Listen, if I had four inch baby, it would have been I would have been a whole different person because when I tell you, I would have been the most bottomy bottom. I would not want anyone to even think that I'm a top them or try to top them or use my penis or ass into something, nothing. Trust me. If I'm getting four, if I had a four inch, I'm tucking that shirt. Oh my, no. <laughs> Yeah. Chad, tell us about the company. God damn it, that just laid me out. Okay, <laughs> but my that's my production company for an eye visuals. Um, it's just me. It's just a separate entity from Pink Gorilla Entertainment. Just where um, I do um, my photography, my creative direction work, my directing work, and every just everything in general that I do separately. Because um. My page, my personal page, I want to have that to be personal, mixed with a little bit of work. But my work page, I really wanted to have all my work up there so people can go straight to it and see what I, I, I can do and not get confused and shit. But, but it's been going very, very good. I can tell you that. And I'm just planning out my strategy, my rest of my strategy for this year. It's just so many different things that I'm trying to do. And I don't know when to like, do it <laughs> that's the thing but yeah. I'm, I'm also working on um my own show it's called pink chat where i'm gonna sit i'm gonna sit down with you know different influencers from our community and just sit down and talk to them get to know about them and ask them questions that people never ask them in an interview because you know a lot of times you do interviews and shit and you get the same you get the same fucking questions but i want it to be extreme i want it to be mm. different Mm. And I want I want people to low key cringe sometimes with the questions I'm gonna ask. Oh wow, that's oh. gonna be interesting. <laughs> and I want to drink know? wine. I want to drink wine, red wine, while doing it. Okay. As you should. Mm-hmm. Come on, visualization. I love it. Love it. All right. So check this out. So creative direct creative directing is clearly in your bloodstream. <clears throat> when one look at your IG, it's clear that you have the eye for greatness. So. Who in your life was the first to nurture your talents for that? And what other artists or directors inspire some of your work now, if any? Bugs is the person that really, you can say, nourished that because I never saw it. Like, I've, I swear to you, I've never saw it before. Like, really? I was, yeah, I, hmm. was doing, I was doing all that for Pink Gorilla Entertainment, for Tia, for Rico, for Bugs. And for a lot of other people too, and people used to randomly call me, ask for ideas and stuff, and I just do it on some like, you know, this is probably just my hobby. It's just something that's cool, 
And I mean, but then one day Bug sat down with me. He was like, do you know that you can actually make money from this? I'm like, huh? And he's like, you you can really make money being a creative director and really direct, focus on directing and stuff like that. Because you do it anyway in regular life. And I'm like, you're probably right. And I, I tried it. I, when I tell you, when I, when I tried it and the check started coming in, the, the money started flowing. I was like, listen, give me some idea. I was like, who needs an idea? Because I'm open to anything. When it comes down to making money, I don't play. So, but he really pushed me to do that. And like, it's just different when, when you have a partner that really knows you as a person. And know when, because I'm the type of person where I don't like, I really don't like people figuring me out and people like knowing how I think, but he knows, weirdly, he knows how I think. So mm. I'll be, get, I be getting to this space where I be feeling like I'm not good enough to be like amongst my peers sometimes or mm. do the things that I feel like I could do. But he really get gets me up and running and be like, stop doing that shit and, and get the fuck up and do it. And then when I do it, I never regret it. Come on, you better have your man pushing you for, for the for the greatness in you, bringing up out of you. That's what's up. Okay. And um, as it pertains to other influencers who um inspire me. So you said you said me. What you said, I me inspire them or they inspire me? What do you? Them inspiring you? Like what? What are there any artists or influencers that inspire you? I would say my brother seventy, like uh, seven, like I, I see I see a lot of people, but a lot of people don't have the drive, and seven really has the drive, and and me as a creative, and just us being around each other all the time and stuff, like and, and us supporting each other, like it feels good to be around people who's just as hardworking and you know just as crazy as you when it comes down to making your vision come alive and, and sticking to it and being serious about it. So him, he's definitely one of them that can say, like, mm-hmm. I, I like I'm, he does something great. Like I be loving it and he supports and everything. I do something great. He, he be, does the same thing too. And we, we, we it's not like I only uh, like, a, you know, like some people when y'all only friends on like social media and shit, like, right. Mm-hmm. We we really do support each other all the time. Like when it comes down to opportunities, he passes it on. When it comes down to opportunities, I pass it on. Like I like I I love my friendship, my friendship with Seven. That's what's up. Yes, and if y'all ain't heard none of that music or seen any of his videos, definitely go check out Seven Beat. That shit is amazing. Y'all two peas in a pod with that, because both of y'all ideas are out of this world. I love it. Yeah, one one day I'm I'm actually I'm gonna do his um do one of his music videos one day, but yeah um yeah. I said one day I was I said one day you don't know which one yet I'm saying one day <laughs> <laughs> but um but for now we we me and Sam we we actually talking about some business soon because um he he's thinking about I, well he's thinking about having me manage him but I'm you know I'm trying to. We definitely gonna have to sit down and have a talk and do all that because if if I'm managing seven, trust me, I'm I'll be going a whole different type of hard. Mm. Mm. Work. Come because on. Because 
because I I really see where he could go. I mean, if, even with the Pinga the Pingarilla artist with Rico, like with mm-hmm. Rico, like I'm I'm proud of Rico. Rico out here doing so much things. When it comes down to acting, Rico, hands down, Rico is a, the top actor, LGBT actor out here for real. Mm-hmm. Mm. But not only music, him just being on Chase the Atlanta right now, he gonna be everywhere on people's TV screens, and his project coming out that shit is epic like his whole project is really really good um with tia tia dominating r&b with an lgbt artist like it's it's nobody else when it comes down to tia and she working on really really great music that we're gonna really assume we're just trying to figure out how to package it right and mm-hmm. and we're like bugs isn't he's stressing me out too much <laughs> <laughs> And for, for one artist, like Bugs is one artist, but mostly he he stresses me out because you know, because he's in control of his of his art and shit. And he wanna put out what he feel like putting out, when he feel like he's not creative, he don't wanna do shit. If he mm-hmm. if he in the mood, he feel like he can take these breaks. And for me, me managing people and shit, I don't got no breaks. Like, let's go. You can get a break in the next five years. I can give you like December off. You can- <laughs> Just one month for the five years. No, right. Yeah. Yes, bitch. In the next five years, you can you can go chill with your mother, and your, your family, and shit. Then you can chill for no for for December. But the, the moment December thirty first come, let's get let's go. <laughs> That's, That's the type of man I am. Get going to the next question. You decided to get candid with your first mini documentary. No no rules allowed. Tell mm-hmm. us about what drives your vision creatively. Creatively, I really don't. I, it's like, it's so many different things when it comes down to, to the vision of it all. I'm just inspired by whatever I'm inspired by. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, I could sit here and somebody could hit me up and be like, I want to do a music video and tell me what they're going for and I really don't know what I'm going to do. But if I fall asleep and I wait, I, I listen to some music and probably take a shit or some shit, like I could probably be, I could probably just say, I could probably, just to say, I could be probably looking at my wall and there's like a stain on my wall or something dripping down my wall, right? Mm. Out of nowhere, I could look at that and get the inspiration to do like blood dripping off of somebody's face or, you know, like just, just simple stuff like that inspires me. And it'd be yeah. crazy. It'd be crazy. It'd be at random moments. I'd be just thinking about things just based on small, detailed things that I'd be seeing. So mm. I'm not the type of person that, that has to be like, okay, I got to watch 10 music videos and look at 10 color patterns. And like, bitch, I don't have the time. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy I'm inspired how I'm inspired because that shit is too much. Okay. okay. Now, speaking of inspiration, um, you are with Twin Sex Siren for the House of Nina Orici. So, tell us about how yeah. you got your start there, and how you link like your modeling and photography and creative direction skills to the ballroom floor. So, when it comes down to ballroom, I look I look at ballroom as a big ass networking opportunity mm-hmm. more. Than- anything else like i look at ballroom as a big ass networking opportunity and the opportunity to really really build great bonds with people genuine mm-hmm. bonds. um but 
I've always wanted to do a ballroom since I've been here. I've only seen little, I used to see little things about ballroom. Didn't know much about it. But then I, when I got with Bugs, I found out that he was legendary, like way, way, way later. And um, he was like, he didn't want me to get into ballroom because it was a lot of, you know, ballroom has his negative, you yeah. know, things. Mm-hmm. But it's like he didn't want me to get intertwined with that. He didn't want me to be around the negativity and all of that. So I wasn't able to do ballroom. <laughs> so when Omari approached um, Bugs with the, the offer to be godfather of the house and, you know, really work with everybody and, and do all that and have leadership and all that. Um, obviously, I, that was my moment to get into ballroom and try it. So it, it, it really wasn't, it wasn't something that, like, oh, I wanted to do a boom boom. Let me go do it. It, it, it definitely got a little fight there because he didn't want me to do it at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not having it <laughs> at, at all, at all. But he's there, so he it makes it a little safe for you. You can say. Sick. All right, and final question. So you are a great photographer. And as well as a joy to work with, I really, really enjoyed our photo shoot that you did for our yes. podcast. I'm so fucking dope. Um, but tell us, like, give us a couple of people or artists that you would consider like your dream subjects, like people that you would love to work with. And then if you have like a brief synopsis of your vision for like one or two of those people that are like dream subjects for you, tell us mm-hmm. what that would look like for you. Mm. Wow, that is a that is a really is a good question. Oh my god. Um, he has that effect. Wow. Um, <laughs> so the people I would really like to work with that's like on my creative wavelength is like Sia. Mm. Oh, I would yes, love to. Work I with see Sia. that. Mm-hmm. I would love to work with Lady Gaga. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of current people right now, um, hmm. I don't know who. I would love to work with Amber Mark. You probably guys probably don't know her, but she's a. I do. Yeah, I would love to work with Amber Mark. Yes. Um, there's different African artists too. There's an African artist called Ira Star. I would really love to work with her. There's a couple people like that I would love to work with, but fun fact. And now I can say it because I'm over that hump. But I was supposed to do a, a music video for Khalees this month. Mm-hmm. And but I, I I didn't but I didn't get the opportunity but I got the opportunity but I didn't get to do it because um, she chose another director. But I didn't feel bad about it because she saw my treatment and she was in love with my treatment and every one of my ideas. But I think she went with another director because I've never directed a mainstream music video before for a big artist before so i can i can understand why she would go with another director i I am curious the what the what the director is going to do with the next you know with the music video. i really am but and that's something too like i don't i'm not mad about it it's going to be an opportunity for me to grow and feel good because i feel like for me the fact that i got the opportunity for khalees to see my shit and be like bitch this is chad bailey he's a director he's Bitch, what? Right. My name. Right. Yo, when I tell you, I had I had a whole fucking idea where she was gonna be in a bath of like grape juice. 
Oh my god, that shit was was that shit was gonna be amazing because they gave me it was like they gave me um two things to work with for the music video. They were like climate change and food, <laughs> and mm. yeah, and I was yeah, and I was there like it's just that's all I'm gonna get like that's all y'all <laughs> getting just climate change and food. So I had this whole visual idea where I would have like. Um, Vogers. I was I was incorporating ballroom with it too. It would, like so, she has a farm. Farm. They wanted us to film it on her our farm in California. So um, I had this idea where I would get my whole ballroom house to be like farmers for her, and she would wake up in the morning. She come out. She checking out the crops, and the crops are dying. And mm. it's, I won't say the she's not doing the right thing, or just not have the right vibe, or whatever. Then you know the music starts. You know people start having fun. Um, the vulgars go off. They start voguing, choreo, all that shit. While Khalees is in colorful ass, beautiful outfits that's um, environmentally friendly. That so it's probably made from like you know plastic or no, not plastic or but something that's biodegradable. Mm. That's mm. I was going with that. Um, I was going to incorporate her animals that she had couple close animals to her like her dogs that protect the farm and a goat and like a, a bull that she had i was going to incorporate that i wanted the bull to have a whole scene by itself baby like a whole fucking scene just mm-hmm. run everything and then i wanted the vulgars to be in the, the big ass area with all the dirt just voguing going off and all the dirt just going up and khalees just being in the middle of it going off and i wanted like i told you about the whole grape I wanted her to be swimming in grape juice, like a whole big ass bath. I want I want the farmers to be stomping the grapes while she's swimming in the in the grape juice, just laying there, just beautiful. And mm. for the last scene, I wanted like her to be it, it it would be nighttime and her to be in the cabin, or not the cabin, the horse shed, and it would be given like Beyonce. Um, what's the Sean Paul song, the song with Sean Paul when she's in the on the beach? Baby boy, baby boy. Yeah. I want to that moment when she's in the sand, just doing that break dance. That's what I wanted. I wanted Khalees to do. I was. I swear, this music video would have been everything. Mm. And she, she honestly said she really loved it, and I, I gagged. Listen, that just means you, you fucking got it. That's it. You know, Listen, that ain't gonna be the last right opportunity, baby. Because as soon as you get in, in somebody's ear and head, they ain't gonna stop thinking about it. So, hey. Okay. I'm on her radar. I'm on everybody's radar. Like, I'm just, I'm trying to be on everybody's radar. I'm really trying to get out there because honestly, are. Like, mm-hmm. I said I, you are. I am getting mm-hmm. out because it's like for the people, like for like for example, like y'all, like y'all allow me to do a podcast with y'all. This is not just no small thing for me. Like I love it. Like I, I appreciate it down to the heart because. There was a time where nobody would pay attention to the shit that I was doing or pay attention to my creativity and the fact that y'all can acknowledge me and like just be like, just come on my show and let's 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 talk. Then that's mm-hmm. a lot for me. I which I want to be at a different place where I can say fuck all these big mainstream platforms. So let me come back down here and do my do my interviews down here so that people can know who y'all are, not necessarily mm-hmm. me, but about y'all. That that's the shit I, that I want to do because there's too much talent in our community for yeah. people to 
for people to be looking over us like the way the way they do. Like, bitch, most of the podcast, most of the podcasts out from from LGBT people are better than the mainstream ones. Like, the most of this shit they do is just sit there and argue about dumb that don't even really matter. When we here talking about some good some good shit that people really need to hear, right? Sure. I'm fair, and it's, I feel like it's our time. So, yeah, I'm just I'll be thinking about the bigger plan, not just myself, because I'll be thinking about when I'm I'm dead and I'm gone. Like, what about the the, the fucking little gay kid from Jamaica who really wants to be themselves but can't? That's what I'm thinking about the next generation, because it should. Mm-hmm. I, Shit to be as hard for them as it was for me. Love that. Love that. Paying it for it at all times. Chad, thank you so much for interviewing with us today. Yeah. Um, before we get going, I like to do what we call how it make you feel. So what I do is I pull a post from IG that's inspirational, that's thought-provoking, and I read it off to everyone, and then y'all let me know how it make you feel inside when you hear it. So here we go. This one comes from the Femininity Doctor on IG. And the post says, when someone extends their kindness to you, there's no need for you to say things like, you don't have to do that. People are aware that they don't have to show up for you. But are you aware that you are worthy of being shown up for? Mm. Operate in worthiness Mm. and learn to receive. Preach. Mm. Mm. Laura, ain't that some shit? Listen, I saw that one today and I was like, bitch. Like, it made me think about how often... It, it made me think about a lot of shit, like respectability, politics, things that we've been conditioned to do over time and never really question why we do that shit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. reading that like you didn't have to do that, like... it people have taught us that it's a way to show gratitude, but it's really kind of diminishing who you are as a person and what you give to the world. Because when people step out of their way for you, it's because they care and they see you. You know Mm. what I'm saying? So it's like they showing their gratitude, but you almost kind of pushing it off like, oh, you didn't have to do that. It's like, no, bitch, I didn't have to, but I feel like you're worthy of me doing this. So accept it. Wow, that was deep. Mm. It was. You know, you know, always, always with a strong brew over there. Always. You know how I do. You know how I do. Always. All right. Chad, thank you so much for joining us today on this lovely episode and just popping the shits with us. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you. And please, as we leave out, tell the children where they can find you on the socials. Please, you can find me on... I'm sure I was just trying to remember my shit. You can find me on, um, on Instagram at um, I am Chad Bailey. You can find me on Facebook at Ch- Chad Bailey. Um, please don't go to my Twitter because my like section is definitely not the best. <laughs> I will show you my Twitter. And that should be it. I don't have an OnlyFans yet, but you know who who knows what the good Lord will bring. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for I tuning in for another another week of our shenanigans. We hope to see you guys next week. Be well. 
Bye, girls. Bye, bitches. Bye. Bye.